What is going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back with my podcast, Vitamin Sports. You take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day, man. I got a few topics I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the old school versus new school. I know what you're thinking. Man, what you know about the old school? Well, when it comes to sports, I know a lot about the old school. I know there was a lot of great running backs that played in the NFL that's in the Hall of Fame, like a Jim Brown, Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, Ed Dickerson, uh, Errol Campbell, Marcus Allen, and so on and so on, man. We're going to start with football first, and then we're going to touch on basketball later. But let's get right into it. When we see players that play in this generation, in the 21st century, you know, we see different rules changing. You can't really touch on a quarterback. Some might say the NFL has gotten softer, um, like a la Tom Brady. He said, I understand you're protecting the quarterbacks, but who's protecting defensive players? Well, Tom Brady, you can say those things, but let's be honest. You're glad that the rules are there. You're glad that they can't really touch you because you got an extra protection for you, especially, you know, Tom Brady is the golden boy. You know, back when he played for the Patriots, man, they used to cheat, 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 man. And I know certain followers are not going to understand why I'm talking so bashfully about Tom Brady, but he's just a better example that I, I've i taken to hold to, you know. Has the NFL gotten softer? I mean, you could say that. The game is more open, I would say. It allows receivers to put up monstrous numbers. Um, receivers are getting a lot more protection. Quarter, along with quarterbacks, you have to. Uh, excuse me. Um, that's how much boring I am watching. Sometimes I watch football, man. It be having me yawning because it's like it's crazy because, you know, receivers are protected alongside the quarterbacks. You know, certain things you're allowed to do. Like they try to come out with the taunting rule. Let's be honest. And there's a lot of commentators out there that says, why are you taunting, man? That's not sportsmanship. Forget all that sportsmanship stuff, man. Let's be honest. When you want to beat somebody, you embarrass them. You make them not even want to play the game of football anymore. So you do everything it takes for them to just lose on and off the field, psychologically and physically. You got to take their spirit away, man. So back in the day, they had they had taunting penalties, but it wasn't. People celebrated. People forget, you know, there was life before the 21st century. I mean, life before the 21st century. Like when people discourage T.O. celebrations, Chad Johnson celebrations. The only celebration I have problems with is Antonio Brown twerking. Come on, man. Why are you twerking? Um, there were guys that celebrated all the time. Did teen celebrations, celebrating on opponent's sideline, you know, disrespect their field. And it's just like, I understand what what guidelines you're trying to provide for our athletes, but don't take the fun away out of the game. Let the athletes be the athletes, but if it's in a respectable manner, then there's no question that they should be allowed to do it. But if it's not, then you penalize them. There was tons of times where I've seen in each game where teams have taunted each other and no penalties have been called. None. Especially when it's blatantly open. And it's just like back in the day, you could do those things and nobody would say anything. 
It's just like now it's ticky-tack with everything. And, you know, it's just the game that we play in. And I agree with Tom Brady. There's no protection for the defenders. If a quarterback slides too late, it's the defender's fault. Sometimes the quarterback got to get popped to recognize you better slide a little early. But, you know, things don't happen like that. And now we're going to transition to basketball because I feel as though I'm going to grab my audience with this one right here. When I look at the old school and new school in basketball, I see the NBA is another one that has gotten soft. Um, You can't celebrate no more. Um, Teams think you're always taunting each other. I would say when it comes to the NFL and the NBA, you can see more taunting in the NBA than in the NFL. Let's say. Um, Well, we have the old school. You know, guys like Shaq, Charles Barkley, you know, Kenny the Jet Smith, Allen Iverson, uh, 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 Kevin Garnett, you know, Paul Pierce, guys, Dwayne Wade, um, you know, the big O. Uh, guys, these are just some of the names I threw out there, but these are some retired players that be speaking on, you know, players that's playing in the current NBA. And sometimes Shaq, I tell Shaq, I'd be like, you know, Shaq is very hard on certain players. I get what he's trying to do. Doing. He's, you know, he's motivating them from afar, you know, challenging them, sort of like what Kobe was doing with the Mamba Challenge. Um, some lived up to it, some did not. Um, it's just one of those old school mentalities that you got to be willing to sacrifice in order to see your team achieve. You got to want to go out there and give everything you got. So when you leave the floor, you know that you did your best. And I think Shaq wants to see that from the big man. He's getting it from a few big men. He's getting it from Joel and B. He's getting it from, uh, now he's getting it from Joel and B. Yoke is just demonstrating that since he's been in the league. Um, uh, what's another big man? So far, those are the very few. Um, I want to say these big men could not play in Shaq's and Shaq or Will Chamberlain or any of these guys' era because they don't have the grittiness or the toughness to play in that era. They get mad over certain things, but I think they just need to get better at what they don't do well at. And that's be aggressive sometimes. I get it, Shaq. You played at the highest level. You performed at the highest level. But some of these guys don't have that mentality. You know, in AAU, they spoil you, you know, and they let you do what you want to do. Let you pout and be like, okay, Johnny, I'm going to hold your hand and let you do whatever you want to do. Nah. Like Shaq said, you can't baby these guys. And then you got great big men out here that just can't do what they need to do. Like you had Hassan Weiss, who has a promising career. Um, Marvin Bagley, who has a promising career, but it's not done yet. He hasn't fallen off yet. Like Hassan Weiss, um, Dwight Howard was one of those guys that, you know, he had the talent. He just couldn't develop even more into a better big man. And I think that's what one of the greats he'll have. Um... Uh, another one is uh, I can't really seem to think about it. I want Anthony Davis to be a little bit more aggressive. I know they get on him sometimes, especially James Worthy on the Lakers, you know, podcasting and, um, you know, network 
after certain games with the Lakers play. I think it should be more understanding to the young guys that the old heads just see. They see what you don't see. They see that you could be a lot more better in your game. They just don't know how to say it right. And I'm going to say it for them. I'm calling out some names that I know they're young guys that they can play at a high level. Starting with Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. You're basically seven foot, man. Get your big butt on that block and make it work, man. You got the skills to be uh, MVP and a defensive player the in the same season. You just as you just as good. No, I think you're better than Giannis. You can show that you are a top five player even when LeBron James retired. That you can still carry on that Lakers tradition of being at a high level. De'Aaron Fox, you're one of the fastest guys in the league. I need you to elevate the team. I need you to get better and better and better. Some compare you to John Wall. John Wall elevated to, uh, the Wizards. So you should be able to because y'all got a similar game, but you have more of an outside touch than John Wall does. John Wall's a little bit more bigger, and he plays better defense. So you have to be willing to do what it takes to be great. And that's what sometimes the young guys don't understand what the OGs are saying. They're saying, you got to be great, man. You got to be willing to give it everything you got out there. Leave everything on the line. So when at the end of the day, you said, I gave it my damn best. My very best. The best that I've never had thought I was going to do. To give it your all. To do the very best you can. And shout out to my little cousin. Because he gave it his all today. And I keep telling him, man. You know, keep pushing. Your talent will get noticed. Like these young players. Your talent is noticed by these old heads. They wouldn't be saying anything. They wouldn't be saying nothing if they didn't know you had talent. There's a saying that coaches say. If I don't say nothing to you, there's a problem. If I do say something to you, there's a problem, but you can fix it. But you know that I know that you can get better. So young guys out there, you got to get better. It's okay to get chewed out by the OG, but you sit the OG down and say, hey, what am I doing wrong in my game? That's another thing, too. If you want to get better, reach out to the OGs. If I was a center, I'd be DMing, getting in touch with Shaquille O'Neal, one of the greatest, most dominant big men in the in NBA history. Or call Bill Russell. Call Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Ask these guys, what can I do to be better? What can I do to make my game a level 1,000? And that's not even possible. But you know what I'm trying to get at. Same thing for the NFL. You young guys out there need to learn your history. Be better at learning of what it takes to be at play at a high level. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's hard. It's somewhere in the middle. You got to be willing to put in the work. And it's like all the OGs getting on Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, they know you one of the most talented players in the NBA, man. You got something that they can't teach, and that's be able to pass the ball. Be able to Run the floor at my size, which is 6'10". That's your size, Ben Simmons. You shouldn't be able to do that. Only other guy that big to play point guard was Magic Johnson. He was 6'9". But you know what? Magic Johnson wasn't the best shooter. 
Magic Johnson played defense. He played offense. He rebounded. This man played center in the NBA Finals at the age of 20 as a rookie and led the Lakers along with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and others to a championship. So DK Metcalf, when you disrespect Shannon Sharp because he's critiquing, critiquing your play, he can do that. He's been talking about football all his life. He played football the majority of his life. Yes, sometimes the criticism is harsh, but that's why you should pick up the phone and talk to the OG and say, hey, man, I didn't like the way you said it, but I understand what you're saying. He told you and he gave you respect to say you, w- you will wish your resume will be good as mine. This man is a three-time Super Bowl champion. When he retired, he had all, he was the all-time leading receiver, receiving all-time leading receiving yards for tight ends, touch and touchdowns for tight ends, receptions for tight ends, and he had three Super Bowls. All these records as a tight end before he retired. That says something. He earns your respect. Not to mention he got a gold jacket. It's okay not to tolerate disrespect. But it's another thing to listen to an OG is what he's saying because he's been there where you've been at. He's been on a team where they weren't really good. He's also been on a team where they weren't winning. He's been on a team when they were winning. He's been on a team where they were good. He's been on a team where they were so good that they went to the championship and blew the team out. So you got to understand where sometimes it's okay to listen, but it's okay to let, don't let no, it's okay not to let nobody disrespect you. This is your house. You control everything that's in your house. And you don't let nobody come into your house and disrespect your house. So I get it. I get it on both sides. The young school is letting the OGs know, hey, man, I understand you're trying to talk to me. But don't be disrespectful. And you saw a little bit of that about that with um, JaVale McGee and Shaquille O'Neal. But at the end of the day, it's mutual respect. Even if it's not, it's mutual respect. You respect the OG, the OG respects you. Like when Randy Moss came out and said, I'm the greatest receiver, Jay Rice came out and humbled him a little bit. He said, how many rings you got, young blood? Oh, okay. Do you have the most touchdowns? Nah, but you second, though. You had the most receiving yards? Nah, but you third, though. So, do you have the uh, best postseason for a receiver? Nah, that's Julian Edelman. Okay, so you sure you think you're the best receiver? Maybe talent-wise, but, you know, resume speaks value. And I think that's what these young guys are understanding, and one day they'll get it as to though where it is the same and nothing but the same. And, you know... I'm glad we can have this talk because now I even take it back to Pop Warner. Nowadays, these young kids think they know everything on the football field. And they get spoiled. And when they get to college, they get spoiled. And when they get to the pros, it's a real wake-up call. Well, after you listen to this podcast, it's going to be a real wake-up call. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr. See ya.